Native Soil Fertilizer is an all-natural, locally sourced fertilizer. All ingredients are upcycled nutrients sourced within a couple hours drive from San Diego and sold in independent home and garden centers and co-ops. Come out to your local garden center and ask for Native Soil Fertilizer. If they don't have it, please visit www.upcyclingcompany.com forward slash shop and enter the coupon Urban Homestead for 20% off. Native Soil Fertilizer. No chemicals, no fillers, no kidding. Whoa. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Justin, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at laymans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden tuning in. Today we have Lisa Finkelstein, who is a talented clothing designer. Um, hi Lisa, thanks for joining us today. Hi, and thank you for having me. Yeah, I want to first tell you thank you so much for sending those beautiful clothing that I've been enjoying and wearing right now. Um, I really, um, every time I wear your outfits I get so many compliments and I want to uh, thank you for that. We can talk about... Um, well, you look beautiful in them, you. so I'm not surprised. So. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me t- tell us a, um, our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you, how you got started in, in fashion and, and, and clothing and doing what you're doing now. Well, I've, I've been in the fashion business for like forever, for like probably 40 years. Um, I got into it with my ex-husband many years ago. He was a sales rep mm-hmm. and, you know, we traveled around the country selling, you know, representing different clothing lines. And way back then I thought, oh, I could, I think I could do things that these stores want to buy. And, and so I, I started my own line back then. And um, it was pretty successful, but I had my daughter at the same time. And after a couple of years, it just seemed like too much, so I stopped doing mm-hmm. it, thinking that I could just start it again because it was so easy. Mm-hmm. And um, later on, it wasn't so easy to start again. But over the years, I worked as a sales rep. I worked as a salesperson in other boutiques. I owned my own store mm-hmm. in Santa Cruz for 
eight years. Um, then I started doing designing again. So I've, I've done every part of the business. And um, recently I had done a clothing line where I was traveling to India and I had a financial backer and that didn't work out. So when I came home, I went to work for a little boutique in Studio City. Mm -hmm. And I was always wearing my clothing samples and everyone that came in said, oh, where are those pants or where's, mm -hmm. you know? And I said, oh, they're not here. It's something I made. And, um, and then everyone said, well, why don't you make some, make some, make some? And I said, oh, I can't do just a couple pieces. And, um, and then I decided that maybe, maybe I could. So I started making them and, and uh, it's sort of grown from mm -hmm. there. And that's how I think I started. You came, you came to uh, an event or two at the, to the Urban Homestead, and yes. you friended me on Facebook or something like that. And then through the feed, I started seeing, you know, you traveling India. So of course, India. I was like, okay, where's why is this woman <laughs> traveling? What is she doing? And you were talking about fabrics and stuff. And then so following you, and then I saw designs, and then I saw the photo of people or women wearing your dresses, and I was just like, oh, I could wear that. And then, um, then I reached out to you, and like I said graciously sent me some some of your outfits and been in love ever since and especially for us with you know our lifestyle and farming and homesteading and just being you know uh, you know working and and in, you're interacting with the community almost you know not on a daily, daily basis but you know you're, you're you want to look good when people come to the door you're doing farm boxes but you want to be comfortable and so I you know really like the clothes and that they have pockets and they're and you I'm comfortable throughout the day. It's not something like, oh, I, I can't wait to take off this clothing, and and the fabric is mm -hmm. cotton and really pretty. So um, practical but pretty. Yeah, so. yeah. Comfort is a big issue with me. I like to be comfortable, and I like clothing that, um, you know, doesn't have a particular, you know, it's not in fashion or out of fashion. It's just kind of timeless mm -hmm. and it's casual, and you can just throw it in the washer and the dryer or hang it up to dry. Um, you know, you could sleep in them. I mean, something that's that comfortable. Mm -hmm. And as I'm getting older, too, it's hard to find things, you know, as an older woman that don't make you look old or yeah, frumpy. old traditional, <laughs> yeah. yeah, traditional things. And um, from traveling, and especially in India, you know, they have mm -hmm. a lot of really Beautiful great... Beautiful colors and, yes. and the way the clothes drape. And yes, yeah. yes. So I tried to take a little bit of that and then combine it with sort of a California kind of lifestyle mm -hmm. where you could actually um, be fashionable but comfortable and wearing things that are breathable, you know. So. In the heat, in the summer. And the hot flashes and all of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're, as you're saying, your pants, which you're wearing now, which are cute, by the way, I think you say is your best sellers? One of your best um, Yes, yes. I start. I started with with the pant. Um, it, it it all started in in India like 13 years ago. I went there to design a clothing line for a jewelry manufacturer, mm -hmm. and this jewelry manufacturer had been selling. You know, they sell to boutiques all over the country. And I actually went there. They were hiring a sales manager, and mm -hmm. I went there. I was going to get out of the clothing business, and. Um, I went there to apply for that position and we had an interview. And during the interview, I started talking about, you know, you have 
you have like 1,200 boutiques that you sell to. And if you just mm -hmm. brought them a little bit of clothing, you could increase your orders, yeah. you know, and you don't, you've already got that sales infrastructure. And um, I kept talking about that at the interview. And well, then here's a new when job I went you. home, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they called me and they said, well, we're, we're not hiring you for the sales manager, but we'd like you to design a clothing line for us mm -hmm. and go to India because that's where they did a lot of their um, jewelry. producing their jewelry. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so off I went, and that was my first trip to India. And they sent me to an export house that they worked with that did mainly jewelry, but they also did clothing. And they had like 600 sewers mm -hmm. there. And there were a few pattern makers that I worked with there. And there was one in particular who, you know, from my drawings, he could make a pattern that... Um, the sample was almost correct the first time, which is wow. very rare, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, we worked together a lot, and he, his name is Shagir, and he must have been about 18 years old then. And um, one day I tried to give him just a little bonus, some mm -hmm. extra cash because mm -hmm. he'd been doing such a great mm -hmm. job and he absolutely refused mm -hmm. it. And I kept trying mm -hmm. to give it to him and he wouldn't take it. And uh, But what he did want was to borrow some of my design books that I had brought oh, with wow. me. So I slipped the money into the books <laughs> and I gave it to him. And the next morning when I came back, I had this, this big room that I used for designing and I had this big table. And I came walking in and there was this big stack of gifts for me on the oh. table. So he had spent that money. And Sounds like the India I know. <laughs> I was like, oh. And he was very poor. I, I found out at that time that he, he made about $100 a month. And he worked six days a week and 12 hours a day. And uh, so during my time there, I ended up taking him out of that factory and going with me to other factories because mm -hmm. I, I started finding my way around India and mm -hmm. other places and other cities that had fabrics and block prints I wanted to use. And uh, I didn't want to start over with a new pattern maker. Mm -hmm. So I took him. And then I had some disagreements with the, the company and I quit my job. Mm -hmm. um, it was partially because it was like 125 degrees where I was, <laughs> and my temperature was a little the, short. In the south of India, yeah. <laughs> and um, I quit, and I couldn't just leave him on on the street, you know. So I said, "Well, I'm gonna, you know, take care of you for a, a while at least till you find another job or something." And when I came home, I was also unemployed. Mm -hmm. But um, after seeing the kind of poverty in India, I thought, you know, I can, as poor as I am, mm -hmm. I can actually totally change one person's life because mm -hmm. of the difference in money, money and everything there. Uh -huh. So I, I set up a, a checking account and I sent him the ATM card because there was no way to set up an account for him here mm -hmm. without him being here. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of go mm -hmm. around, you know. And then I would just put, you know, 100 to $150 in the account every month and, and he would take it out. Mm -hmm. And so over 13 years, um, I've been back several times to do design projects for different people. Mm -hmm. And when I'm there, we get together and he helps me. And mm -hmm. in the meantime, he's also started, you know, working for some bigger companies and he makes a little more money, but he's still, he's still basically very poor. Yeah. And, um, 
so when I when I had gone back to or the last time that I was there, I bought him an iPhone, and that was the best thing I ever did for for business for both of us because um, when I was working in that little little um, boutique and everyone wanted my mm -hmm. pants. Um, you know, I, I couldn't just make them myself here and be able to make them for a price right. that I could sell them. Yeah. And he had been calling me on a weekly basis saying, you know, let me make some samples for you. Mm -hmm. Get out mm -hmm. and take orders from stores, you know. And I said, yeah, but if I do that, um, then I'm not going to have the money to produce the orders. Mm -hmm. But then I thought, well, we could just make like 20 pairs of pants and yeah. I could put them in the store. And the shop owner also was, you know, she kept saying, just do it, Lisa, mm -hmm. just do it. So um, so I sent him to my favorite fabric places and we're on the phone together and using WhatsApp, he just oh, takes yeah. pictures <laughs> of all the fabrics. And we're just buying, you know, enough of this check fabric for one pair of pants and then mm -hmm. enough, uh, you know, for another pair. And, um, so very small quantities, but he took pictures of everything, and I said, "Okay, buy that one, buy that one. Mm -hmm. Don't buy that one. Yeah. Buy this one." And so he bought enough to make twenty pairs of pants. He took the fabrics home, he cut them, and then he had a sewer come over to his home where he had one machine, and and they sewed up the pants. He sent them to me, brought them in the store, and they flew out of the store. Mm -hmm. So then we made forty pair the next time. And then we made 80 mm -hmm. pair, and they just kept selling and selling. Mm -hmm. So then, then I started doing some of my other designs because I, you know, I was trying to tell myself just stick to the one pant and do a million fabrics. That's the smart thing, but I couldn't resist no. making other things. Well, you have that up. unique. You have you have the, you, the the pants tie, and then with the skirts here, they're they're they have the we call them ties underneath. So they're almost like a yes. and buffle, uh, yes. bustle tie. Yeah, well, how would you describe like yeah, yeah? The, well, what's Oh, I'm well, to describe to our listeners what it is. Well, I wanted to do one size. Yeah. Because I I don't have enough money to make, mm -hmm. you know, to, if you're doing, you know, four four or five sizes, you have to be doing at least 300 pieces and mm -hmm. where am I going to sell all of that? You know, I had the little store to sell it. And then I started selling online also. Um, but it has to be things that uh, fit easily. Mm -hmm. You know, like the dress you're wearing, the top is bias. Mm -hmm. So it it'll fit like six different sizes and then it has a, it has a belt so that if it's yeah you can put yeah. it to your and then underneath the skirts I like to make the little ties so you can tie it up and it makes these funky little pleats on the outside but it also adjusts mm -hmm. the the length you know mm -hmm. and working retail with actual people that buy the clothing um, I get feedback all the time so I know what works and I know how bodies are mm -hmm. and I'm not designing things you know just like mm -hmm. for the runway or something mm -hmm. you know which would be fun but yeah. you, you have not, to sell things and, yes. and I want to wear them too and and sometimes the runway uh, is like yeah good luck wearing good luck that. wearing that during the, you know on a daily basis not happening but yeah it's like looking <laughs> at some art or something yeah, but exactly. you, you know yes mm -hmm. yes yes so I wanted to make things that were you know affordable but also um I, I wanted to help um shoggier be independent and and maybe you know grow and myself as well so you know now we talk almost every evening and sometimes every morning mm -hmm. and we're getting things you know we're working on new designs getting shipments done and 
um, and coming I think up you with said, ideas. Yeah, and I think you said, is he getting married, you said? Yes. yes. And, so and this month, he's getting this married. month I, always, I always call him my kid in <laughs> India, but this month he's actually getting married. And so he'll be gone for the entire month. Yeah, so we know those Indian weddings. <laughs> yes, yes. He's going to the south of India where he's from. And uh, then he'll be coming back with his, his uh, wife. So, um, so yeah. yeah, so as we, you know, we buy, you know, if people buy your clothes, they're, help, they're helping, you know. It's amazing just how one thing can help. A, yeah, a it's family. a tiny, 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 tiny business. I wouldn't even call it a business yet, mm -hmm. really. But, um, and he still has his part-time job, and I still have, this last two years, have been working part-time as well. So it's mm -hmm. not something that completely supports mm -hmm. But almost, mm -hmm. you know, maybe next year mm -hmm. it will, and then the year after. And then also, because I spent so much time in factories, and I know how, how hard those people work and how little mm -hmm. they earn, um, I pay the sewers that, that, you know, they don't work for us exclusively because mm -hmm. I can't afford to have them, you know, to have my own little factory. Yeah. But we pay them a lot more mm -hmm. for each piece that they sew mm -hmm. because I don't ever want to be involved yeah. in exploiting people or yeah i don't um, think people you know we have the i mean it's coming on more i mean we have the you know ethical food people understand so now it's like so okay now we're trying to know where our food comes from but now yes. okay it, we also where's our, our clothes come from and you yeah. know how are they dyed and right. the chemicals and like said so the practices yes. and so that's you know a sustainable clothing too not only just food yes which, yes yeah, that's yes. makes a difference. And, and then I started doing these, uh, the Conta quilt jackets, which I didn't bring one for you. I'll have to do that okay. next time. Um, which are actually made from uh, old sari, old used mm. sari silk. Mm -hmm. And the women in the villages uh, stitch them together with this hand stitch that's called a Conta stitch. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they make scarves and shawls. And then I took the shawls and started making jackets. From those mm -hmm. and that's they are beautiful I've seen them on the Instagram yeah and they're reversible and that's actually what I sell the most of online probably because people search for Kanta mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. I'm not sure I'm not sure why you know in the store it was the pants mm -hmm. and online it's the the, the jackets but um, I'm trying to build up. I, I found from doing the online thing, it's all about the photograph. It is. And, yes, and, um, and since I can't afford, you know, models and, um, and, and most of my things are also one of a kind. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if I spent a lot of money photographing yeah, something, and it's, and it's gone. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So my daughter is my full-time <laughs> model. All right. And usually she's modeling... Um, you know, in her driveway against this wonderful concrete wall that just provides this great backdrop. And um, my grandchildren are running around and, um, you know, falling off their scooters and things, and so it's a little chaotic. <laughs> no, the, <photos laughs> the dog's work. getting out of the yard. and the No, I guess I follow you on Instagram, and it's just, I mean, it does work, because it's like, oh, that's cute. Oh, that's even cute. You know, and the way you place it, it's just more like an everyday person in everyday life. It's... It's um, like you can relate to, yeah, that's, I can see it's not untouchable, it's not unwearable. Yeah. You know, it's something that you'd find, you know, walking down the street, which is great because a lot of this other stuff is just so, you know, not wouldn't say perfect, but mm -hmm. just doesn't apply to real life, you know, and it's great to see. Yeah, like, a, a, like 
<clears throat> authentic clothing mm-hmm. to a, a, fit a lifestyle. And we, you know, live yeah. a, you know, try to live a sustainable and, and, and down to earth lifestyle. And so that's why in practical and your clothing kind of fit in with our lifestyle. And like I said, I, I you know, I wear, I wear your dress and when I do the farm box and people are like, Oh my God, it's so cute. And then I wear at the cafe, you know, you're, where'd you get the dress? So I'm always uh, totally get compliments everywhere around. So, and then we got, you just brought us some new, new things from flannels, Jordy's really uh, <laughs> going to probably wear that next time she goes out to the desert. Jordy's a flannel type of girl. So oh, I'm everything. <laughs> everything, but well, they yeah, have amazing fabrics things. in India. I yes. mean, absolutely incredible mm-hmm. fabrics mm-hmm. and incredible cotton. So, you know, I try to stick to like five or six different styles mm-hmm. that, you know, because for me, if a style works for me, then then mm-hmm. I'll want it in a bunch of different colors or different fabrics, and, mm-hmm. and then it looks totally different, you know. So, and I like dresses that you know. I like to be able to go to the beach mm-hmm. and take my shoes off and walk in the water, mm-hmm. um, or you know, I mean, depending on your accessories, you mm-hmm. can dress it up, or it can be casual, flip flops. So, um, the main thing is comfort. Yeah. Well, I find that durability I think mm-hmm. you, your clothes are lasting because so many often I get something that's really nice and I barely get any use out of it it's like you wear it once I would have yeah. this really nice dress you wear it once out to dinner somewhere and they come back and it's like starting the fray and you're just like really you know <laughs> I just sat down at a table and ate dinner but um I mean, Annie's oh, walks wash them so yeah, many I, times I want yeah I want my clothing I wash everything before I sell it mm-hmm on hot water in the washing machine and I throw it in the dryer because if it doesn't make it then I don't want to sell it because mm-hmm. I don't want someone mm-hmm. to take it home and have it fall apart and then come back to mm-hmm. me because I, I hate returns more than anything <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to come back and not be happy with something mm-hmm. so and I'm very hard on clothing myself and so I, I you know I sell the things that I wear and that I know will last and also, I like that sort of shabby chic kind of thing, you know, but in clothing, where mm-hmm. it, it, it's like way back when I was young and we used to take our jeans and mm-hmm. wash them a million times and leave them out in the sun, you know, before they started selling them like that. You know, it's like the more you wear it and mm-hmm. the more, you know, it, it evolves and, and doesn't uh, just look old and ugly. It actually gets better with age. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. So, yeah, um, I'd be curious, like, what inspired, I mean, um, how did you, I know you said you've been in clothing for a long time, but did, was that something as, you know, you wanted as a kid and you were inspired by just, you know, clothing, or is there, that, what inspired you to create your own, like, clothing? Yeah, not, and not, where, a, not at all. I was always artistic. Mm-hmm. I was always the one in the family who was drawing, mm-hmm. you know, everything, and, um, but I didn't have any real interest in clothing when I was young. And um, it was really my ex-husband who got me into the business. And then when I started seeing all the things that, that stores were buying from the different lines that we had, it was just one of those, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could do that better. I could mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm going to try it. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the first, the first uh, and, and I, I don't have any training. I don't sew. I did sew once when I was in high school. I made my prom dress, and it was almost like a Scarlett O'Hara <laughs> velvet curtains kind of 
project and I got very frustrated following the directions to do the zipper. The, the straight seams and stuff mm -hmm. were easy and cutting it that was easy but I'm not terribly patient so what I ended up doing was I just threw away the pattern after a while and I just sewed it onto my body instead of having a zipper. So of course it wasn't reusable <laughs> but it was great for the, for the night. But, you know, I, I don't make patterns, but now I can look at a pattern and know if it's right. But I never had the patience to do, like, one thing and spend hours doing it. I always wanted to do, you know, 20 different designs at once and use a million fabrics mm -hmm. and have other people sewing. So um, being in India was just perfect because it's just, there's just never-ending supply of gorgeous fabrics and things that inspire you and give you new ideas. Mm -hmm. I would always go there with a plan and then the plan would be gone after a few days because I would find you know, mm -hmm. a new direction. Mm -hmm. So um, so this doing it like this just kind of suits my personality. And um, But I never set out to be a clothing designer. Uh, now you are because you have you you did have it in a, a, a shop and now you're doing a pop-up shop yes tell us a little bit about that yes um i'm uh, i i have a, a friend who has a store on venture boulevard in studio city called dungarees mm -hmm. and he's been there for 25 years and in the last year or so i think he's had some life changes and i think he stopped really doing his own store so much but he started renting out spaces in the store for, for other mm -hmm. people, you know, to do pop-ups. And a few other people that had been on the street, there was a furniture store that lost their lease. And they, they found a new location, but it wasn't for a few months. And so they came into his space for, mm -hmm. for like three months. And um, then they left and then someone else came in. And I used to work for him a few years ago, just on Sundays. And... Um, I ran into him at Whole Foods a few weeks ago and he said, you should come over, I'm doing, you know, you can bring your clothes over and whatever. And I said, well, let me come and take a look. So, so I did and I said, yeah, let's, let's do it for, for one month because if it goes really well, I won't have enough merchandise for the next mm -hmm. month. Mm -hmm. And especially with my guy getting married and being mm -hmm. gone for a month, he won't be able to make anything new. So I'm going to try it for a month and see how it goes. And then um, if it goes well, I'll make a lot more stuff and probably come back the, the following month, but it's kind of up in the air. In the meantime, I, I have my online, which has been growing and that's okay, kind so of my main focus, starting, but The pop-up shop is starting February 8th going through March 8th at Dungarees and Studio City. Do you have an address for that? Yeah. yeah. Or don't. they can find out. They can yeah. find out online. I'm sure Google will tell you. <laughs> well, it's, well, what's funny is he recently, I, I stopped by there a couple days ago and he had taken down the Dungarees <laughs> sign. <laughs> but everyone in Studio City knows where it is. Okay. But it's right next to Arts Deli, which is okay. kind of a landmark okay. in, in Studio <laughs> City on Venture. We'll have to come and check yeah, it out. Yeah, I can make it down there. Yeah, we'll just say come, pop in because you're going yes. to be there. I, I, I will be the hours. only person there yeah. you know at my place from like 10 30 till 6 okay but I'll you know if someone comes in at 6 I'll stay later mm -hmm. it's a marathon for 30 days so I could yeah and you recently had a, I think was it a celebrity where put have your one of your oh pants yeah on? Lily Tomlin was wearing my pants on Grace and Frankie <laughs> um their their wardrobe person who's really great she um 
used to shop at Jana, uh, as well as a lot of other boutiques, but she shopped there and, and bought my things there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was exciting. Okay, so we just pulled up the um, the okay. address. So it's 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 twelve. Uh, so it's one two two three zero Ventura Boulevard, Studio City. Mm -hmm. So that's where it is. You can find that on online. Yeah. And um, yeah, because I'm I'm following you. And you like you said, you have an Etsy store. So what's you, you just put up like like sometimes it's only one of a kind. Is that is yes, like, literally yes. like that 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 thing that you buy is that is the yes, only one? Yes, and that's what makes with, it special. With the pants, each one I did was in a different fabric to begin mm -hmm. with, so every single one was one of a kind. Um, now I'm starting to do maybe three pieces, mm -hmm. you know, and and I started doing a smaller size as well because mm -hmm. I, I was just doing one size, which actually fit so many different bodies, but I had a lot of little really little skinny little people and mm -hmm. and they wanted them too so i started making a smaller size so now maybe three pieces in one fabric but um a lot of my customers own like seven or eight pairs of the mm -hmm. pants because if they like the style uh -huh. then yeah. you know so just keep yeah in different fabrics yeah. it's totally different i mean i even did some in, in like a gold lame fabric mm -hmm. which is totally different mm -hmm. than a you know yeah. seersucker mm -hmm. No, and like I said, your cottons are very thick, and, and like I said, I like the, especially like the ruffled skirt, the boho ruffled skirt, it's yeah. like, it has yes. the, the, the checkered and the plaid, and, 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 um, and like yeah. I said, with the, the one, the blue one I'm wearing, you know, checkered, and then the gray, so we're, it's like that has that country. Yeah, I love that homespun Yeah, kind that's of, what it, homespun, that's the word. Yes, that's I, the word. yes, I, I love that, that feeling, and, um. But to combine combine it in things that you know look good on your body but aren't constricting, and mm -hmm. um, you know, I I always see girls crossing the street in really tight jeans and heels like this high and and you know, and, and <laughs> they look so uncomfortable to me. I think they. You know, I know times, what they yeah. do for some people they think they fashion. look really sexy, but I I don't know. They look uncomfortable to me, and that's not sexy. I think if you if you're free to to move and express yourself, that's a lot more attractive. Yeah. And I like that. And your and your clothes are your your clothes are very feminine and just very yeah. I don't know. Just well, I find it's sometimes the clothes wear people. So it's like they're all about the clothes, and the, you know, like you said, they're just like tottering and you know some people can pull it off they wear that dress and they wear those heels yes. and they're just going at it it's like yes. wow they can do it <laughs> yeah you know the, but yes. a lot of other people they're wearing those clothes and they can barely move and they can barely walk in the heels and you're yeah. just like you didn't walk sorry I, I used to, i used to do it in fact when i was 21 i cocktailed at uh, yeah. this uh, place but if you're just Gattis. sitting there going like this it kind of takes away that sex appeal you know I just yes if you've got this grimace on your face uh -huh. like I'm you're so like tottering I've seen them just kind of flat footing through something like this and it's just like didn't work sorry yeah clothes are wearing you yeah and I like to be active too I like to you know I start not every morning maybe four mornings a week I try for every morning but I end up doing like four I do a hike in the morning like four and a half miles up through hills and whatever, mm -hmm. because I, I want to, you know, just, I want to, I don't want to get old, <laughs> and I want to move, and, and, uh, um, and that, it's kind of like my meditation, but when I'm finished with my walk, there's nothing that could upset me, I'm mm -hmm. so calm from, from expending that energy first thing in the morning, 
And, um, and the last thing I would want to do is like put on like really tight clothes mm-hmm. and, and um, yeah. I just no. I, I understand that feeling. Sometimes, like I said, some of the clothes it looks good, but then you try it on, and it's, I have that. I mean, it's like not for everybody, but I have that. I can't breathe. Like it's too yeah. tight, or it's, I, I, you know, you can only like move your arms high or whatever, right. and you're just like stuck. It's like right. double, you know. And so, where your clothes is, it's very just like I said. You can wear it all day, and I'm very comfortable, and I can do it. I can pop out, you know, from going to the homestead to, you know, picking greens in the morning to dealing with the customers and, oh, I have to run to the store. I can wear it and just yeah, because you the whole day. You can move mm-hmm. freely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's huge for me because it's it feels healthier. I mean, if your movement is restricted, you can't really be healthy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I enjoy wearing your clothes. And, <laughs> and you can look good anywhere. Like just said. one step up from pajamas. That's, that's it. why I like to that's, think that's of it. That's true. It's a lot more fashionable. Yeah, I don't think buying pajamas is going to cut it, you know, dealing with that. So it gets away in L.A. That's Yeah, I know L.A. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so you said you had some new projects coming up. Like, uh, what's it, what's in the future for you? You were saying you're, you're working on some new... Well, I really, for a long time now, I've been wanting to do, like, men's shirts. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that's that's very high on my list now because if I, if I stay, if I continue on in the future at, at the Dungarees location... Mm-hmm. Um, he used to do men's and women's, mm-hmm. and so he has a clientele, mm-hmm. a lot of men, and, and he was, for the last three years since I first started this, he was asking me for um, men's. He said, the fabrics are so great, it'd be great for men's shirts, you got to do some men's shirts. So, um, and I have a lot of friends that, you know, why don't you make some things for guys? So I'm, I'm going to do that. And also women can wear men's shirts too, mm-hmm. so, um, so that's... That's uh, what I'm going to do, and then um, I think a, a lot more dresses as quickly as possible for this coming okay. summer because uh, you have they new went designs really well or the same year. ones, or you have some new ones. In your I life. have some new ones. I'm going to try out. Oh, cool! But I, you <laughs> know, I don't know how well they'll work, but um, but yeah, I I have some new ones, and um, yeah, just. Uh, What's nice is uh, with with Shagir, you know, we come up with ideas, and then sometimes he adds his input to it, and it's even better, or sometimes not. But you know, we, we both keep trying, and we can work kind of quickly. Um, you know, he'll send me a sample, and then I'll say that's great. I'll say go go get the fabrics, and and you know it's late at night for me when it's yeah. in the morning mm-hmm. for him when he's at the fabric shop. So, so while I'm picking things, if it gets to be like two a.m., then I'm like, okay, don't let me pick anymore because I don't trust my judgment now. It's like you know, but he'll he'll get all the fabrics, and I'll say, okay, let's make you know, let's do this dress and that one and. And, and I'll say, and you decide which ones, you know, all the fabrics are good, so just surprise me. And um, um, sometimes I get things that I'm not too happy with, but mm-hmm. then when I put them out there, someone else loves them. So, yeah. you know, so it's, um, um, it's very organic mm-hmm. and changing and evolving all the time. Oh, so. that's good. Well, I love that your clothes can seem to fit a lot of body types. 
because I find, you know, not to say when you go to like your local department store, you put in a mod and it's like, everybody's just like straight. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. you know, just like straight and you're putting, it's like people wear this stuff and Annie's and I have problems because a lot of the clothes out there are for women that are just like, you know, more of a, on the straighter side with, yes. And you know, we do have hips and we are, you know, yes. not yes. slender, you know. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of that comes from just my experience working in boutiques mm -hmm. with so many different body types and, um, and so I get to try my things on, mm -hmm. you know, like this dress, I, um, this style, when I first brought it into the store, I thought it might fit someone who's like from a six to a 12. Mm -hmm. But then I had a couple of women come in who were, you know, like a size 16. Mm -hmm. And it fit because mm -hmm. of the bias, mm -hmm. you know, but that was a surprise to me. And, mm -hmm. and, and then I said, oh, I got to make a lot of these dresses because they really, you know, fit a lot of people. So having that um, access to real people trying on my clothes has been like, that's just key, you know, mm -hmm. because I get real feedback from people, you know, and then, you know, some feedback I can't really use. It's like, I can't please everybody, no. about, you know, but, uh, but I take it all in, you know. Yeah. Well, I was excited, you know, when you said, when I reached out to you and you said, oh, I'll send you a compare and and I tried it on. And he's promptly took them and, and spirited them away. And I may have seen him pass by briefly. No, I'm teasing. Well, sometimes, well, if you can come to the shop, you can yeah. I'll try things on and then I'll yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. We were, I'm yeah. just, I like teasing him. It's like, I would explain how it is to wear them, but Annie's took yeah. off of them. So. Yeah. I was, you can feel it right I now. I saw it's very, very beautiful and very attractive, but one day they would be on my body and I would tell you how they look. I mean, yeah. I thought maybe you didn't like them. No. <laughs> you should have just emailed me. I would have sent you another one. Like I'm joking. My sister got some. Yeah. <laughs> it was the older sister privilege. She pulled, like, her, she pulled the big sister right. Right. The, the green dress that I sent yes, you uh -huh. has the sleeves. Sleeves, and that was great for winter time because when I yes. went it to the farming conference, it was it was it was it was cooler, and I yeah. wore that one. And like I said, come on, oh, love your dress, love your dress. Yeah. And I wore because of the ruffles, it's cute with the boots. Right. Yeah, very yeah. cute. And I had yeah. a, a little jacket on top, and just but the yeah, sleeve worked. came from you know women trying it on, and and you know we had customers at at uh, Jana that. For 80 years old that have actually yeah, been shopping at that store you know, yeah. and they don't they want their arms to yeah, show. Sometimes yeah. I'm just, you know, you're self-conscious yeah. your And I'm like, yes, but you put a little thing and they're like, well, do you have a little thing? Yeah, we'll we go with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah like exactly, you know. Sometimes. So mm -hmm. then I thought, okay, I got to make a sleeve. And um, and so, yeah, so, so I didn't make a lot of those mm -hmm. dresses because it was like fall is not really my big season, but I made the lightweight cottons, but in dark colors to blend with, you know, you could mm -hmm. throw a black sweater over mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, but that dress, I'm going to do a lot of that style in lots of like block print fabrics and stuff for summer because a lot of people want sleeves. Mm -hmm. um, now I kind of want sleeves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was perfect. Like I said, it still had the cute, the ruffles and the pockets yeah. and, the, and the belt, but that had a little longer sleeves when it was lightweight. I mean, yeah. 
I'll, I wash her clothes and I hang it up. I don't have to iron she anything. Doesn't she doesn't yeah, know. I just no like, ironing. boom, yes. you know, and it's, you know, I, I, I go to, I, I go mean, to work at the cafe with them. And not the same thing. Sometimes when I rush, the way she washes those dresses is not exactly the best way to wash them. You know, sometimes I have nice dresses and you wash them correctly and you hang them up and he's, you know, she throws them in the wash and it's like, sometimes I'm like, should you be like, you know, she's like, I'm in a hurry. And she's like stuffing them in. I'm like, Maybe be a little more delicate with the no, dresses, like, but she doesn't. And no, I'm, I'm not delicate with yeah. them. When I when I first when they all come from India, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's new fabric and it has the new fabric smell plus the India smells and yeah. everything. And a lot of the fabrics, like the seersucker, mm -hmm. this is completely flat mm -hmm. when it comes in. It's right. not until you wash it and dry it that it gets yeah, all the texture. And so every fabric gets a little different when it's washed. And so I can't wait to see how it looks. But I just put it in the washing machine and I put the water on hot and I use, um, well, I use like eco detergent and mm -hmm. stuff, but yeah, I, I don't do, know that it's yeah. especially gentle for mm -hmm. fabrics. But I just throw it in any old way. And mm -hmm. my feeling is if it doesn't make it through, then I'm not going to sell it because it won't last for someone. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, that goes with the style of your clothes. It, yeah. Easy, comfortable, you don't want to sit down and baby your clothes. I'll tell you my trick for what, if something is like really wrinkled mm -hmm. and I put it on, I, I put it on and then I splash water on yeah, it. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I've been guilty of and that. Because, you know, when I was in India, I always I did a lot of things. I always wanted mm -hmm. my stuff washed. So as soon as someone was done with a sample, I would grab it from mm -hmm. the machine and I was off to the bathroom to get it wet mm -hmm. and hang it up outside to see what it looked like if, if it was like crinkled up or mm -hmm. just been washed or whatever. And so I was constantly washing things. And then I wanted to see what it looked like on. Mm -hmm. And because I'm impatient, and also it was so hot there, um, I would put things on before they were dry. They were still basically mm -hmm. wet mm -hmm. clothes that I was trying on. But I noticed that when you wear them, they dry a lot faster than when they're just hanging mm -hmm. on the line. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so I thought, okay, this is my way of ironing now. Yeah, I'm just gonna splash I, have a, I had these couple of dresses, you know, they'll cut, and then I wadded them up, and I put them on. I'm like, I'm not going out like this. So I just like, they held the dress out, sprayed it, held the dress out, sprayed it, pulled it straight. I'm like, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 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 It's like, is your dress wet? Yeah, just ignore it right now. <laughs> Give me about ten minutes, and I'll be dry. By the time we get to the to, yeah, to right. wherever we're going, right? right. And yeah. it was flat. It was straight. By the yeah. time I got where, and, and it's cooler too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. California can get quite hot, and not as not as humid though as India, but yeah, yeah. Well, yes. you would, what particular? You said South. What would be? The no, no. I was I was oh. actually I spent most of my time in Delhi and Delhi. in Jaipur. Mm -hmm. I Jaipur has the the fabrics, a lot of fabrics. Oh, the block printing. Yes. yes, it's known for that yes. particular block print. Yes, mm -hmm. and 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 handwork and and um, which I haven't done a lot of on this group of clothing but when I was there you know for months at a time working on a, a mm -hmm. line that I was wholesaling um, then I had time to spend and have you know all kinds of embroidery and other things done yeah. and that's what I'm really looking forward to is to just get this business to a place where I can afford to go and spend um, a month or two there every six months mm -hmm. or so so that um, instead Pretty of designing you know mm -hmm. on the phone back and forth mm -hmm. that I can actually be there and, and do do more things yeah. and be and and it's more fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean we we went um, we went to India because um, of our film um, and went to Delhi and and um, Udaipur and then Mumbai did a little 
thing, giving presentations and stuff like that. But Jordy and I were just always fascinated of how just beautiful everything was. Just the clothing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, here is this, it's jeans and t-shirt, and it's there. It's just like the women were just like you just go, you just like kind of mouth open like. Yeah, the you just colors. Sit there, just the colors. The colors. Like stunning. Amazing. Everywhere you looked, it was like beautiful and, and just eye candy and, and it's just stunning. There's some, you know, the, as you said, there's some factories where it's like more about, you know, selling to the general, you know, American tourist. stuff, tourist stuff, where it's like a little bit more of a social, you know, injustice problems and not quality. But there were some people who were the craftsmen. And I remember oh, them just yes. like presenting their stuff in that intricate embroidery. You were just, yeah, you made this, and they're like, yeah, and it was they were craftsmen. Yes, and the pride they had in just like rolling out this massive embroidered yes. fabric, and I'm just like wanting you know wrap itself in it. Yes, if and you, if you, you know, love textiles yeah. and art and all of that, you know, yeah. and color That's and everything. Perfect, yeah, it's beautiful. It's just so wonderful to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the craftsmen, like the you know, just the the pride they have in just creating. This beautiful work on art on yes. fabric. I was, you know, it was one block printer. He was just, you know, placing the blocks and doing it and having style to it. And he was so extremely proud of yeah. his work. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, it's great to do that. And you know, in in this last year and a half or two years since I started doing this, I haven't been able to be there to mm -hmm. develop the block yeah. prints and things because mm -hmm. it it takes a lot of advanced time mm -hmm. and and you have to you have to be accessible and so you have to be there for maybe four to six weeks to see something mm -hmm. get get finished and and um, I haven't been able to do that but I'm looking forward to maybe by next maybe even by October if if everyone comes and buys something in the mm -hmm. pop-up shop uh, mm -hmm. by October I can go and really go crazy yeah I, mean, <laughs> I was telling before the podcast we were waiting is what I liked about when I wear your your outfit and your dress and your skirt is when people come up and they say that's oh I like your dress or I like your skirt I can say lady she's in Studio City and she makes them you can go get it I mean because me and, and Jordan, myself like, like we yeah. we love thrift stores and there's one of them yes. and, and we love the thrift store clothes right. but here I can say yeah and you can you can support this this local clothing designer and you can go to her place and you can buy it and so for me. To actually say, yeah, you can get this, yeah, and, and you can buy it, and you can find her, and you can and get her clothes, and that 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 I find that special that I can I can sense well, people. I was so excited <laughs> when you contacted me and you wanted my clothing because I've been following you guys since I think after my first trip to India it was like 2007, and when I came home and I was you know I was I had quit my job and I was unemployed, and that was my I, I started volunteering the very, very beginning on the Obama campaign. Mm -hmm. And during that time, um, I had never heard of Vandana Shiva, mm -hmm. but I think I was driving from LA to Santa Cruz to see my mom and, and I couldn't find a radio station and I just let it go, you know, and I had never listened to NPR before. I didn't even know about, you know, it's like this huge awakening mm -hmm. for me at that time. And I hear this Indian woman talking mm -hmm. and I'm listening because I just came back from India mm -hmm. and she was talking about uh, GMOs and she was talking about the farmer suicides mm -hmm. yeah. and at that time there were like a hundred thousand mm -hmm. now it's like three hundred and fifty yeah, thousand but at, at that time in 2007 it was like a hundred thousand and I'm listening to her and I'm thinking 
how is that possible? That mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's true mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I would have seen it on the news, right? <laughs> and so, so I listened to her whole talk, and then when I got home, I, I Googled it, and I found uh, Democracy Now!, which was the show that she was on, and mm -hmm. I actually watched it, and I watched it a few times because she said so many things that I wanted to remember. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and then I did some research on her, and I watched, you know, all of her videos on YouTube, and I bought some of her books, and she was so inspiring to me. And then I, um, I watched The Future of Food, mm -hmm. and at that time I was working on the Obama campaign, and we were—it was all about, you know, networking mm -hmm. and and community organizing and I was learning how to do that and I thought everyone needs to see this everyone needs to learn about GMOs it's like I wanted to just go out in the streets and start talking mm -hmm. to people but I thought no they'll think you're crazy <laughs> so so I contacted Deborah Coons Garcia yes and we got you know she came here Oh really? Remember, yes, yeah. we we had, did a we did a, a LA film screening when it very first came out. She came oh. and stayed. Um, we had her stay at a friend's house because we couldn't fit her here. But she uh -huh. stayed overnight. We showed the film and she got and talked and I got to meet. We got to meet her personally. Yeah, we had her over the homestead. Well, so. I, I I organized a showing of the film sure. in yeah. downtown Santa Cruz uh -huh. at the Nickelodeon Theater. It uh -huh. started out I wanted to just get a CD and have some people go to someone's rec room someplace, mm -hmm. you know, and and watch it. But then I thought. It was then someone else said, well, why don't you have it shown in a theater? And I was like, well, I don't know if I could do that. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, why don't I just ask, you know? <laughs> so I asked and they said, well, you know, that film was a couple years old already and blah, 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 blah. And I said, yeah, but it's so important. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, there is a slot. We have another food. Food Inc. is coming up and mm -hmm. we could use it as a follow up or follow into that yeah. a lead in. Mm -hmm. You could just do one showing, mm -hmm. but it has to be on... Um, 35 millimeter, I think, mm -hmm. they wanted the mm -hmm. film. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I don't even know what that really means, but I will contact <laughs> her and see if she has that. Mm -hmm. And so I did, and so she, so she actually came. Yeah, she's a really she nice lady. She brought the film. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we. I, I, I got the. I got New Leaf Markets and Whole Foods to sell the tickets for me. Oh. Uh -huh. And we sold enough to pay for the space, mm -hmm. and you know, and then she talked to people afterwards, and, um, you know. And, and that got me into the whole food, urban farming mm -hmm. thing, and I just started doing a lot of research. And I found you guys online, and I was like, oh, my God, that's just so perfect. And so I've been following you ever since, and I had no idea that, you know, because we were Facebook friends, mm -hmm. but you never yeah. commented a lot of people or on Facebook anything. Of my no, friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I had no idea that you were paying any attention to, to my clothing Well, stuff. you know, you, you, sometimes, like I said, with Facebook... Um, things you don't know who's coming yeah, in your feet and so yeah. but for some reason you show up in my feet don't know why but then it was that time where I think you were going to India and then I was like oh she's been picking out clothes or picking out fabric and I think you were showing fabric and I was like okay and then a couple months later was I'm designing these clothes I'm like wow those are pretty cool and then just you know life got in the way and thing and and um then and then either you didn't show up for a while, and I, maybe I was like, "Where did that? What well, happened?" Well, uh, yeah, I was in between because maybe, it, it, and it, I was like, "What yeah. happened to that?" You know, I remembered your name, and so yeah. I think I either, you know, tried to find you on Facebook to see what thing, and then I was like, "Oh, you have clothes." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "I can wear that. That's cute, pretty." And so then I reached out. Yeah, for Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got the message from you, and because I think I remember saying, "Whatever happened? She had clothes, and they were really cool." And, 
well, you know, she's still doing it. And and so either you fell off my Facebook thing or whatever. The algorithms know, or, or Facebook changed. I, yeah, I remember it was, and then it wasn't. And so then I, then I was like, well, and then you were there, and then I just reached out. So Yeah, when okay. I got the message from you, I called all my friends, and I called my daughter, and I said, guess who likes my clothing? You know how the, the Urban Homestead, I've been like, they're a fan of theirs for years, and I've been trying to get my daughter when you were doing the dinners, I was trying mm -hmm. to get her to come with the kids, and there was just never a good time. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, they've got to, you know. And they live in an apartment, but they have a, a small backyard mm -hmm. that's all fenced in. Mm -hmm. And at one time, I bought, you know, tomatoes and all these different things, and I was trying to grow them. And I, for my mm -hmm. grandson's fourth birthday, I think I bought him a little mandarin orange tree and I said you know you can start I thought I pictured that they would start taking care of the plants mm -hmm. and growing it mm -hmm. and you know but they didn't <laughs> pretty much it all went to waste and, and uh, um, so you, you just you Go just can't it. force people sometimes but um, but I always thought if I could bring them here they would be inspired yeah you can still, so I'm still, still we're, we're still working, we're working on it. We're, we're, we hope to uh, we're working I you know as you can see we're doing a lot of construction and gearing up towards spring and, and doing doing some stuff, um, you know, so we can shoot for maybe some couple spring tours and maybe maybe a farm dinner in between. But um, yeah, I know I just, I reached out because, you know, as with the busy lifestyle now, I'm working and, and, and um, you know, we do uh, hopefully, you know, get, we get, you know, on TV you know, sometimes or people come. And so there's always like, you know, what do I wear? And, and, and I was like, that would be perfect. I, I can wear that and I can, you know, and then and if people want to know where is I'm like, I, I love to say, hey, you can get it from this this person. So, um, and maybe you can tell um, like to tell people how they can find you, maybe, and um, that would be great. Oh well, so. I I sell on on Etsy, mm -hmm. and um, and I also have a separate website that's through Etsy. So you can just go to Lisa eight 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 dot com, and it's L E. EZA888.com um, and, and you'll see my clothing there and you can actually buy it there on that website or if you're already on Etsy I think you just go to Etsy and you can just search um, mm -hmm. Lisa888 mm -hmm. and um, yeah and almost yeah. everything that's there is one of a kind mm -hmm. so. yeah and then you're on Instagram yes I started Instagram just about a year ago Mm -hmm. And um, yes, and that is um, Finkelstein.lisa mm -hmm. on Instagram. So, and you, yeah, you're posting a lot there, you know, your clothing. And so, if you're wanting to see what you're developing and your pop up shop and what, what's going on, Instagram, I think, is a good one. Yeah, Instagram mm -hmm. is really good because mm -hmm. I'm always putting new photos mm -hmm. in, you know, so anything that's on easy, Instagram, yeah. you can, you know, unless it's already sold, you can find on the, the website. And make sure to go to the pop up shop. Coming up February 8th. I think we're going to be there. Yeah, <laughs> through, through March 8th. And we'll, we'll hopefully pop in. And, and um, yeah, we look for, try after, the, after we um, wrap up this podcast, I think we're going to try in some clothes that we have. Uh, you have some uh, plaid things and you, have a, and you brought us a um, pair of pants we can try. So we look forward to trying that on. And like I said, I am wearing her thing today and it's farm box day so um it's very versatile and, and i enjoy wearing her, your clothes and i really appreciate you just sh you know gifting us and your generosity of just well i'm that, so. thrilled that you're wearing <laughs> you know and it's i mean that's the best thing in the world is when you're making something and then you see somebody mm -hmm. in it yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So that's why I try to hope to tag you all the time. Like I'm wearing, if you see me in the picture, I'm wearing <laughs> this, this person's clothing, check it out. So, and I have to do, I'd like to do more because um, maybe, you know, feature your clothing on, on, on the blog and, and things like that. So I have some things I like to do and hopefully the podcast will help to get that, get the word out and how yes. amazing your Yes, thank you so clothing. much for yeah. having me. Sure, and thanks for My joining us. podcast yeah. ever. <laughs> she was a little nervous and I was like, it's okay, just organic, just, just talk and you'll be fine. We just want to. Just talk about your clothing and how you got there and how and uh, how we enjoy wearing it. So thanks really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. So thanks for joining us today. Well, thank yeah. you. All right. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see uh, we'll see you guys again next time. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep on growing. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Sing it. Folks, remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback, and if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.